everybody. Welcome to So Fast, So Furious, the ultimate fast and furious podcast. Dominic Toretto lives his life a quarter mile at a time, so we're watching the Fast and Furious movies a quarter hour at a time. I'm your co-host, Zach Bacetta. I'm Vito Lavacolo. And I'm a mess right now. Uh, That's not I'm, your name. I'm Anthony Revenge. Room, room, bitches. Yeah. Fresh back from his adventures at Sundance. Sundance. Yeah. And, uh, and full of vim and vigor. Yeah, still not used to this low altitude air. He still loves. <laughs> I feel like somehow. Superman. <laughs> like. Well, in the, the the chuckling you hear is our guest today, uh, co-host of Hyper Heroes and one of the hosts at DC Daily, Hector Navarro. Thanks thank for joining you so us. Much. Guys, Hi, thank Hector. you so much for having us, dude. Thanks yeah, for thank doing the show. Man. I wanted to introduce you so you could chime in on all this. Thank uh, you. Chat. I really feel like I don't have friends. <laughs> I have family. That's right. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> you haven't you reached that yet. You haven't you, gotten to that. Yet. You reach for the food first, so you you do the prayer. <laughs> That's right, Hector. Sig- Grace. I say yeah. grace. You say grace. So you are uh, yeah. a Fast and Furious fan, I understand. Absolutely. Nice. Absolutely. That's what yes. we need. I think they're fantastic. True believers. Fa- it's, a, it's a fascinating series to dive into and actually think critically about. Absolutely. It is fascinating. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I can't wait to get From into it. From the beginning? I almost, like, would you say it's you said fast? It's, no, I was going to say when you said fascinating, I was going to say infuriating, yeah. but, but it didn't make any sense. Uh, but it, what I the hell? made the joke. I, I didn't yeah. get into the franchise until... Uh, so the first two had come out, and I watched both of them in theaters, and I was like, I'm bowing out. I don't think this is good. <laughs> I've had enough. The third one came out, and I, of course, skipped it because I didn't. it wasn't a priority. It was also a spinoff. None of the original stars were in it, and mm-hmm. you guys haven't seen it yet in your order. But Tokyo Drift was recommended to me by a buddy who um, also worked at a blockbuster where I worked. Coworker. This is years and years ago. And that's who you used to get ago. movie recommendations from is the Blockbuster guys. Oh, Absolutely. yeah, for sure. Yes. That's who, yeah, so, so this, so this uh, buddy of mine said, we have to watch Tokyo Drift because it's it's a bad movie, but it's also in the vein of those old 1950s hot rod movies. And I was like, interesting. Okay, okay. So then we watched it, and it was a blast, and I had so much fun. Uh-huh. So then when I knew that that same director was going to bring back Vin Diesel and... Um, Paul Walker and the rest of the main cast for the fourth one. I was in, but I didn't love the fourth movie. It wasn't until the fifth movie with that still that same cast basically mm-hmm. and the same director and with the addition of The Rock mm-hmm. that I thought that they really elevated the action, that they really leaned into the themes of the series up to that point. And I was like, I think this yeah. works for me. And it was like emotional. Mm-hmm. And so Fast Five was the one where I went, this is fucking amazing. And then went back and sort of found residual love for the first four. But I was really in it for five, six, and seven, which I thought was very well done considering the circumstances of Paul Walker's death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and that was also like a very emotional movie-going experience. I remember sure. the first time I saw it was here in the Dome, right here at the, at the Arclight in Hollywood. And she, like cried at the end. Like, it, like, oh, it yeah. was, like, like it, And it was not a... When you guys will get to it, when you go back and, and re-watch Seven or see Seven for the first time, the thing that I think is fascinating is that even though they, halfway through the production of that film, because of Paul Walker dying, decided to lean into the family aspect of, the, of, the, of that movie, yeah. it was not something that was forced. Because sure. those themes had been in the series. Absolutely. And, and the fact that the cast said that they loved each other and cared about each other had been part of them making these movies up to that point. Definitely for four, five, and and six, and then when you get to seven. So when they have those emotional moments, it like it is a Hollywood CG produced tribute to a, an actor who passed away. 
but I still felt it. I still, I, and I still feel it each time I watch it. And I believe that like Vin Diesel's like, no, I loved him like a brother. I'm like, I believed it because I had oh, been yeah. seeing how sure. he had mm-hmm. talked about making these movies with this guy for the, you know, for the 10 years leading up to it or whatever. So yeah, I mean, um, they were really the co-stars of the, the franchise. Yes, yes. And this one like needed to, to be that recalibration, this movie, the, the fast and furious. Yes, yeah. I agree. Yes, I agree. So there's, so there's a lot to like in this one and there's some stuff I don't like about it, but we're only going to talk about 15 minutes. So <laughs> that's right. yeah. Yeah. And that's to be expected. Um, so we were going to mention that the Hobbs and Shaw trailer came out. Yeah. So that's kind of exciting. Uh, I've noticed on the fandom, <laughs> it, the, the fandom is split. Split yeah, 50-50 pretty much. It yeah. like. It's kind of very, it's interesting because most of the comments that I've seen are, are there, are there like, I'm, I'm ready for this? Or people who are like, remember when this is about car racing? Right, right. And like, it was about, you know, the, the yeah. And, and so like, uh. The weird thing for me is that now they seem seem to be at least from the trailer we we have not seen the movie but they seem to be introducing somewhat superheroic elements oh, yeah. into the movie or Definitely. at least sci-fi elements sure. that were not say elements. I mean, yeah, like, because I do agree with we've you. had sci-fi stuff in the movies before, like the Claw and Fast and the Furious, which obviously does not exist. The too fast and things like that are too fast, too furious. Yeah, but um, and and really weird. Yeah, they've they've had strange things before in these movies, but he has bulletproof skin. In the trailer, a genetically yeah. modified human veto. Yes, and and as I've said, so is Spider Man. <laughs> to, so, to me, like the the whole Idris Elba character is going way into the Brixton. sci-fi stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, even the claw, like it was just like, all right, like That's there's tech. yeah, there's exactly. tech. You know, like now it's it's like when Marvel went from you know like oh everything's grounded in technology, like mm-hmm. this you know technology could potentially happen in the future and now we're bringing in Asgardians right. like that sort of thing like I feel they like this eased is the it shift. in there yeah, yeah they eased it in this, there well I, this I, has been I can't speak for the rest of the franchise because obviously <laughs> I haven't seen it but like I doesn't know what's gonna happen yeah right right I, I feel yes he does there's superheroes are coming <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I feel like this is a, a major shift and I disagree I think it's not a major shift I okay. think that when you get to five six and seven their scenes, their sequences where Vin Diesel <laughs> and uh, um, Jason Statham yeah. are doing superhuman feats. They're doing things that are impo- that people or would true, die. Right. And in the eighth movie, yes. I saw the rock yes. get shot and yes. just brush it off. <laughs> yeah. So you've seen the he literally one. did so, the Luke Skywalker thing. So yeah. if you can if you can believe it, there is a a through line of believability that starts in four that goes to eight. So it's incremental because in seven yeah. they do impossible car stunts mm-hmm. and then, or in five they do impossible car stunts and then in six they kind of keep that going with some like some impossible sort of like fight stuff that's happening. Mm-hmm. And then by the time you get to seven, there are some crowbar matches yeah. on top it's of easier yeah. like to it's work like this in. Yeah. yes so so even though they haven't labeled it superhuman so far like dominic toretto is a superhuman he is and yeah. dwayne johnson's character who you will meet later is a super i mean you saw him in eight brush off right. a missile or yeah. whatever like yeah, are, are so. we saying that the entire fast and the furious franchise is unbreakable is that what we're saying <laughs> yes that, that at the, the end oh there's God, gonna be vin twist. diesel's gonna show up with a cape and he's gonna be like that's how everything changed <laughs> that would be <laughs> awesome anthony actually met the real Rock this weekend. Well, yeah, t- please tell us. I didn't meet him. What happened was there's a movie coming out in February called Fighting with My Family. It's mm-hmm. about the WWE superstar Paige, mm-hmm. and uh, you know her her background is she was raised by a family that was just consumed by wrestling. Well, like her mom, wrestlers. yeah, yeah. Her, her mom, her dad, her two brothers were wrestlers, and she grew up in the business as well. And uh, I really wanted to see it because I'm a big 
fan of Paige. Like, I adore her. And uh, The Rock was producing it. Stephen Merchant was directing mm-hmm. it. And uh, I was hitting up the publicist, like, every other day. Like, you know, hey, like, can I get a ticket for this? Because that's what she do at Sundance. Right. Um, you get, like, a limited amount of tickets. And then the rest of it is, like, I want to review your movie. And the publicists usually are, like, all right, like, we want you to review our movie. So meet us somewhere and we'll give you a ticket. Right. Um, so it I was a very super spy movie. It, oh, meet, meet, meet me in the parking lot. <laughs> sometimes level L five. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's like you know, meet me at this restaurant. And you go and it's like a seedy bar, and you're just like, <laughs> I'm behind the jukebox. The crow yeah. flows at, flies at midnight. Yeah. You know, here's your ticket. Come with a password. Yeah, that sort of stuff. Um, but uh, so oh, they're racing. Finally, I got an answer, and the answer was no. Mm, and awesome. I was bummed, and I was like, well, you know, there's a standby line. I'll get there early for the standby line. So the day of the movie uh, screening, I got an email from the publicist, and she's like, oh, we found a ticket for um, the 30th. And I told her, well, I'm leaving on the 30th, but thank you. I appreciate the offer. I got an email immediately after, and she's like, you know what? Like, we found you a ticket. That's some reverse psychology <laughs> shit right <laughs> yeah. there. Awesome. It, it pays you to be what? nice. Never mind. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, so she was like, show up at 9 o'clock. So I show up at 9 o'clock, and there's a line wrapped around the building. People knew that Dwayne Johnson was going to be there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, man, like, at least I have a ticket, but I'm going to have a really crappy seat because, you know, the theater mm-hmm. I was going has really bad seats where you can't see anything. And uh, I went to the publicist, got my ticket, and she's like, oh, uh, by the way, since I told you to come at 9 p.m. and it's, like, crazy here, uh, you can sit in a reserved seat. Wow. So I was like, okay. And she's like, any seat that doesn't have names. So I was like, okay. So I'm like searching the theater for a seat that just says reserved. I find one and I'm looking around and I'm just like, holy crap. Like Nick Frost is sitting like four cool. uh, seats away, away from me. The Rock is sitting like two rows in front of me to the left. Um, Could you, you know, smell what he was cooking? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, that guy, like, What's it he smell smells like, like straight up man. <laughs> straight up man. Like, yeah. Like? I love he smells it. like macho. Yeah. He, he smells like what my grandfather used to smell awesome. like. Awesome. Like, just, you know, the epitome of maleness. Um, <laughs> awesome. But, uh, like, it was, it was really cool watching that movie with the stars. Uh, there's a really fun, like, uh, knock on Vin Diesel in the movie. I'm not going to spoil, <laughs> oh, but uh, it's it's wow. pretty it's pretty adorable and kind of passive aggressive. Is it safe to say that Hobbs will not probably be coming back for 9 and 10? Is that... Uh, uh, dude, I I'm sure. I think it's up to Vin at this yeah. point. I mean, like, if they want right. The Rock in, he's going to be. Yeah. 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 I, I think The Rock's place is pretty secure in these movies. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to have them separated. It'll be like yeah. they're separated completely. One's on one side of the world, one's on the other they don't see each other till the end mm-hmm. and it's you know they're green screened in so they're not even in the same shot <laughs> star trek to the wrath of khan where yes. william shatner and mercado montalban never met they just did yeah. those scenes like you know and so the characters only ever interact via screen this is at the alpha five exactly but the uh the rock is a massive dude and yeah, uh he, he dipped out like in the middle of the movie and i was like <laughs> Uh, is he going to come back? He did come back, which is cool. Oh, I saw Finally, Alistair. The Rock has come I mean, back. Yeah, yeah. His own film. <laughs> Wait, so, but did you have an interaction with this no, guy? No. Did you get talking? No interaction. Cool. No. Just you know, we're disappointed. We wanted you to ask him to be on the show, Anthony. Yeah, Anthony. Uh, Dwayne, will he be on the show? <laughs> Please. Fans tweet Dwayne. Yes. Um, but uh, one, one last thing I want to say. Uh, he did a Q&A afterwards, and it was the first time like I saw him like actually like 
close enough. Yeah, I've seen him at Comic Con and stuff, like right. on you know the Hall H stage. That dude, like, he has such a presence and yeah. like. Such, oh yeah. It's it's incredible. Like it's one thing to see in the movies and see you know in the wrestling like stuff, but he just he's he's massive and just. But there there's a reason why people are stars. I mean, yeah. I remember once mm-hmm. I was at the Promenade in Santa Monica and literally it was like thousands of people it was like a saturday afternoon it was like a sunny day people just there was this electricity in the air and we were like what the hell is going on we walked around the corner and bill clinton was was walking Mm -hmm. with some secret you could literally feel that guy's energy around the corner yeah Yeah. we knew someone of presence i mean that's how much energy he had yeah i imagine that's That's, probably what the rock that's what i felt with the crowd that's what makes him a star outside people were waiting they didn't have a ticket they just wanted to see the rock like enter the movie theater and it would have taken like three seconds but uh zach because you're a wrestling fan alistair black and selena vega were there oh cool Uh, Cool. selena vega plays aj lee in the movie which is really kind of weird because she looks nothing like aj and i have to imagine she knows the real person yeah yeah so like she's portraying somebody she knows aj did give the blessing oh yeah okay, yeah but it, it that scene was weird um the movie was all right but cool yeah it was well, so all right they wanted to use your all right quote in <laughs> yeah. their in their material so real quick uh i i tweeted out that it was a decent movie with you know like i i think it was like the movie was decent with the heartfelt you know message or mm-hmm. whatever and I get this message from the uh, the fighting with my family marketing team. They're like, "Can we use that quote?" And I was like, "Do you really want to use that one? Just calling your movie decent? Just say yes. It's mediocre." Um, well, they were going to probably just edit it out and say it's a heartfelt. Yep. You know. yeah, 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 for sure. Um, yeah. So I just told could have been like, a classic, and then yeah. it's a classic. Says you know <laughs> Anthony Ray Bench. She's got those yeah. ellipses. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We are uh, in the middle now of uh, Fast and Furious, about 45 minutes in, Anthony. And uh, they just had the big race to see who would be the, the drug driver for, for Braga. Mm. Uh, Dominic has won, so he's on the team. Brian By did cheating not win. somewhat. Yeah. He didn't cheat. You said that last. I think that he used the, what he had, the resources he had available to win that race. If this had been an official, sound like a politician. Race. Yeah, there was Zach. a douchebaggery going no, yeah. on, Zach. There was yeah, some, there the, was some, you know. Sure. He okay. Fine. Regardless <laughs> but, of how it happened, Brian didn't make the cut. But I, I mean, in regards to the job, like you know, that stuff is probably encouraged. Exactly. Yeah. I know. I'm just giving you shit. Because mm-hmm. he, because Braga wants a driver that would kill their own grandmother to right. be That's true. Bill, yeah. You know? right. That's true. So That's true. Got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Yeah, Brian's heading out from this race, and before he leaves, Dwight has to insult him one more time. We mentioned that at the end of the last episode. I love Dwight. Yeah, Dwight's yeah, fucking Dwight's great. great. Greg Sipes. What, what's his name? his name? His name is Greg Sipes. Okay. He's the voice of Beast Boy in Teen Titans and Teen Titans nice. Go. Awesome. Really? That's Greg awesome. Sipes. Sometimes yes. we don't do our research. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We do love Dwight, but we didn't yeah. know where he was from. Yeah, he is uh, He is famous, most famous for being the voice of Beast Boy now since like 2003. Okay. He's a TV actor and movie actor. He's been in He's been in stuff like Gilmore Girls and stuff here and there. But like now he's also voicing again Beast Boy mm. in the new season of Young Justice. Okay. Different, you know, cartoon series, different universe or whatever, but he's still voicing that character That's along really with I think yeah, that, he's great. I think Teen Titans Go is still going so he's still voicing that character when there. When I read the comics like I hear his voice oh, absolutely. like I, I have since the yeah. original Teen since Titans. Since the original one and Greg yeah. Sipes in real life is just such a hippy dippy dude he's, really? a, he's like a vegan yeah. he's like That's into so meditation funny. and yoga and like 
he I is, can see that. He's yeah. Beast Boy in real life, okay. which is awesome. Yeah. I've, I met him at uh, a WonderCon the year that uh, Teen Titans Go came out. Mm-hmm. He's a really nice dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not recognize him at all <laughs> in this. Maybe it's because we watch it on our computer screen. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's yeah. awesome to know. Yeah. Good yeah, job, Greg. He's such a small character in this film, but mm-hmm. I thought totally memorable. jumps out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Fast and Furious yeah. presents Dwight. <laughs> the real story. <laughs> yeah. yeah he Nutsack. Says, uh, <laughs> 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 it's just an hour and a half of him walking around calling people nutsack. <laughs> What's up, nutsack? <laughs> See you later, nutsack. They could bring him back. They should bring him back totally. because he's a back great character. Characters that have even been even more minor than him. Yeah, they've Absolutely. brought some of those. Yeah, he'd back. be pretty there's, amazing. There's always a chance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he insults Brian and then tells his lady friends that it's time to get on back to Papa Dwight's. <laughs> Let's get back to Papa, Papa Dwight's. Dwight's. <laughs> Such an idiot. So stupid. <laughs> so a little later that night, Dwight's back at his place with the girls and also some other stoner dudes just sitting in the back. I don't know if you noticed. That. They're not even paying <laughs> the attention. Extras. Dwight's being like pervy and right, he's, he's like, I feet. like your feet. Yeah, Dwight he's looking at a total Tarantino he's moment. filming them, mm-hmm. yeah. he, especially their, their feet. Um, and then outside, the FBI arrives to raid this place yeah and they he has a really it. nice apartment by the nice way apartment. for being a street yeah. racer yeah right it's like, like it's above sunset boulevard like off of yeah Trust like on the hill mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and so they're the they're in there the fbi busts in and the subtitles actually ruin the reveal because yeah. they point out that it's brian that says fbi yeah. right right <laughs> to go Which subtitles is, people yeah. yeah i know man, these i know subtitles. we always rip on the subtitle people who do these movies because they Speaks they, they don't they never translate <laughs> yeah they never yeah. translate the spanish or anything like that but now they ruin the fact right. that it's brian planting meth bummer at the freaking crime scene <laughs> exactly he plants me- you guys the hero of the well, film plants meth well he's got he's got a job to do but yeah. i mean that he's working for the fbi right yes, yeah but i mean i can't is, even yeah. see that the fbi would be like go I, ahead and plant meth at the at the crime hey, scene man, big fish to get this guy a bigger fish like that's, that's true to a bigger fish yeah, i wonder true. if he got inspired by the fact that dom was willing to cheat so he's willing so he's yeah maybe. well but not only <laughs> no i'm serious though like maybe he's just like i need to go the the extra mile as well you gotta fight fire with fire right mm-hmm. right well, they tell Dwight that they're getting him for a dis- distribution of meth. Mm-hmm. Dwight claims he's never touched he's it. He's like, Dwight never touched that stuff. So yeah. Brian drops the bag and he goes, Dwight has now. <laughs> yeah. What Thank God dick. they didn't have camera vests. You know yeah, what I mean? Body, body yeah. Your Honor, I'd like to point out right here that this man, you know. <laughs> I, this the, nutsack. This, the weird thing for me is this dude's obviously going to go away. And you can imagine all of the, like, YouTube videos of, like, Dwight's innocent, you know, it's like the 9-11 type videos where they're like, here's the evidence that Brian O'Connor, a a, a deposed cop that was somehow hired back into the FBI is corrupt. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... I'm curious about that, too. I wonder if, like, how soon they let him go, because he only needed him to take him out... So for the race, long come enough to, to take this place, exactly. right? Long enough to take this place. So, like, yeah, and I'm sure Dwight, he's one of these side characters, kind of like um, Bill Paxton in True Lies, sure. who is so full of shit that as soon as he gets in actual trouble, he pisses himself. Right? And then, you know what I mean? And when yeah, he's told, yeah. like, "Hey, look, the FBI is letting you go," he's like, "Oh, thank you, Dwight. Thanks you." And then he's probably like happy and you know he's probably yeah. not going to press charges or whatever. Dwight like, Dwight probably outed everyone. What I would, know who Brog is. I yeah, know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do, what would they have done if uh, he would have gotten out? Sooner than they expected. He's like, Dwight's back for the, you know, big Mexico heist. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I would imagine that all the bad guys would have been like, well, we like Brian O'Connor better so. anyway. Like, we're going to talk in third person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You suck. Yeah. That dude's always calling us nutsack. I'm glad he's in jail. I would love to see a Dwight Rock mashup. 
Oh god! No, I don't the know. entire movie, they're just referring it would be to five themselves. Five minutes long. It would basically be that animated short, Bambi meets Godzilla. Uh, <laughs> Have you seen that? Yeah. yeah. Oh that's yeah, great. dude, that's iconic. It's a classic. Absolutely. Well, what I also thought was interesting is that after uh, Brian drops the the meth, one of the other officers says, "You know, that's not going to stick, right?" Yeah. And like, he says it like it's a sitcom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, he says that like it's a sitcom with a smile on his face. You know, that's not going to stick, right? Yeah. So I was just wondering, like, it's not hey, supposed to. How long does it take to get mm-hmm. like a SWAT operation ready? I know. Mm-hmm. This is this is one of those things where you're like, last week he lied to fellow officers to, to you know he took a woman out of like witness a protection witness. or whatever mm-hmm. and took her out of the station and everything like that this time he's organized an entire SWAT raid to plant meth at an somewhat innocent man's his, house his other officers are in on it that's a lot know? of federal yeah. money going into yeah that's yes. that's why he really is a criminal masquerading as a good person he is is what and, this this movie's showing and, us and i think that's what the series does these first couple movies is it shows you like one two and four it shows you like after the effects of the first film, Brian O'Connor was changed by having interacted with Dominic Toretto. Yeah. And so in part two, he's straight up a criminal. And yeah. in part yeah. four, or your guys' part three, when he comes back, he's still that criminal, but he has like a code. Yeah. And, he's, and, he's, and he stands by that code. The same way right. that Dom does. And that's the only reason Dominic Toretto's forgiven. Because like we learn, he beat a guy almost to death. Or to death, did he kill <laughs> a guy? No, he, not, he, he didn't. Almost he, to death. He's now yeah. just a janitor, which I guess drive. in the fast... Fast uh, movies is a bad thing yeah. to be. He can only work as a janitor now. We've uh, talked about this, but I really yeah. want Daniel Day Lewis to play the janitor and like <laughs> in, the, in the flashback. Yeah, Dom, no, no, that not in a flashback. Amazing. Dom has to like there, go back uh, and like face his past. You know, yeah. there, there oh. is there is talk online. There are a lot of fans with the Hobbs and Shaw spinoff, mm-hmm. and someone did suggest that they wanted to see a movie where, in some weird way, Dom's father did interact with Brian somehow oh, in the race man. scenes uh, and stuff, and with like a young training. Bilkins. You know At they're working point, on that shit. You know they travel. are. Yeah. They are trying to come up with a way really to do that. I really hope we never see a prequel set in like 19, you know, 55 or whatever. whatever. Yeah, like with yeah. either either other actors playing younger versions of Dominic Toretto and the crew yeah. or their parents or whatever. Like, I hope we don't see that. I, I would not be opposed to having the janitor come back for a scene that's like a really moving scene where Dominic it's the Toretto, final yeah. it's the final yeah. scene in the 10th movie yes. and yeah. he's and he's struggling to talk yeah. and he's just like I just want want it wanted to let you know I f- for, yeah I, I forgive you, you and Dom's like thank God <laughs> you know thank God now I could go back and sweep the floor in peace that's yeah. right they make amends what yeah. if they did like a back to the future crossover? It's getting there. You lost me. You lost me already. No, they have to go back in time and save their fathers, and then Dom like <laughs> no. writes the wrong, <laughs> and and, and you, saves the future past. And then Biff becomes president. Yeah. yeah, is that what's gonna happen? Biff, no, Jesse's man. president, the tweaker. Yeah. So that night, <laughs> Dwight's VP. The, the night after the race. <laughs> what a pair. <laughs> so Dwight's VP. Oh God. What a pair. Well, let's move on past Dwight. There's there's a party going on with a bunch of fancy cars. I have to. You no. got. I got to point something out. Well, I'll say they are partying in in front of Patty's Pub from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, cool! It is Patty's Pub. That's awesome. That's cool. So well, it, that's crossover potential, right? Mm. I was thinking maybe Charlie could take the place Shared of, of uh, Jesse. Well, there there are a ton of women here. He and can't they read all, so good. <laughs> there are a ton of women here, and they all have asses. Which yeah, the oh, dude! Very they eager do. to point out. I gotta. Us. This is. Uh, I feel like this is the last movie in the franchise that has the gratuitous ass. <laughs> Like, right. like, like, even though that still kind of happens later, and and I think it happens in like seven a little bit, 
Um, it's and maybe a little bit an eight. It's somehow more respectable later. Sure. This is it the last really one that's like here. yes, it v- does. I, I'm going to read my notes ber- verbatim here. I have plenty of butt shots in this scene. Tarantino has Tarantino has a foot fetish, but Justin Lin is clearly an ass man. Yes, he is. And I do have to say yes, that as a self-professed ass man myself, I approve of this scene. Yeah. Well, the, uh, the, it must the have been scene. like a baboon in a past life or something. <laughs> Who knows? You know. Yeah, the scene opens with just a butt getting. There out are of the like car. twelve yeah. butt shots in a row it's like a butt man's dream well i guess all these cars are right outside of the nightclub because we're suddenly indoors following dom as he makes his way through a crowded bar Mm -hmm. uh one bald extra makes flirty eyes with dom as he passes i don't know Mm. if i was the only one that noticed that maybe they were just connecting as a no i did not notice Mm -hmm. that that's really funny like you kind of I mean, I'm, we're on a podcast, so I can't. Yeah, yeah, but I yeah. Mean, like, like they, they do does have this. Does the like, head nod, head tilt? Yeah, yeah. And like uh, Dom kind of registers. Yeah. His, Interesting. I don't know. Something going on there. It's like Bruce Willis getting kissed at the beginning of uh, Die Hard, where the guy's like, "Welcome to Los Angeles," and he's mm-hmm. like, "Huh?" Mm-hmm. I or I have no idea if that's. Is it like? Um, is it when like Arnold Schwarzenegger made a cameo in The Rundown? And then, like, told The Rock, he's like, have fun with it. And then, yeah. like, he was gone in that nightclub because as a way to, like, pass the torch. Was this Could just be. another – who is this bald person? Is this another know, famous actor? Is it – who is it? Maybe I don't it was know. his uh, stand-in. Maybe. And, like, and you know, Vin Diesel was being nice. He's like, you could be in this scene yeah. <laughs> with me. Somebody check IMDb. <laughs> I know. <laughs> got to be that's, in a note. That's the hidden communication is just like, I got you in, buddy. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> You're like in that. now. Yeah. <laughs> so Dom sees uh, Brian there at the, in, the, in the club playing mm-hmm. pool. And after Dom turns away, Brian notices him and follows. Like a, like a lovesick puppy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I yeah. guess he forfeits his billiard game he's in the middle of. Right. Mm-hmm. Hope he didn't have money on it. Mm-hmm. Dom goes to the bar and orders a Corona, which is, mm-hmm. should come as no surprise yes. to any of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Corona making its $13 billion or whatever that they made yeah. with free publicity from these movies. Exactly, yeah. right? Because yeah. mm-hmm. they didn't have apparently any real deal in place. We should contact massive. Corona and ask them if they want to sponsor the show. Oh, that'd be awesome. We've also mm-hmm. mentioned it about 7,000 yes. times, so that makes us unofficial I'd Corona sponsors as well. I'd at least one sale. Mm-hmm. Right. I, there's no way to track it, unfortunately. But. Uh, oh, yes, there, there is. There is nothing better than getting to watch a Fast and Furious movie but with also like an ice cold Corona and a lime right. in it like it's the best yeah. it really is the best absolutely yeah. I would agree with that wholeheartedly mm-hmm. and some barbecue like you pointed out mm-hmm. earlier followed yeah. up by a, a Nas energy drink oh yeah I would actually <laughs> seeing that in the in the little dash thing or whatever I, know, I was right? like I kind of would want oh, one of those man. right now Nas is all <laughs> over this movie yeah. oh yeah which is interesting because uh, in the commentary Justin Lin actually says like I guess the studio was really pushing for the Nas inclusion mm-hmm. and he felt he was being subtle yeah, <laughs> they're like they've got an energy drink well, now, Justin. To be fair, compared to the first Fast and the Furious movie, or even Too Fast, Too Furious, uh, Brian O'Connor does not say "I need Nas" every yeah. seconds. every five seconds. Yeah, yeah. And, and Harry's uh, shop in the first film yes. is like head to toe Nas. Yeah, it's a Nas <laughs> temple. It's like yeah. it was like the Nas headquarters of Los Angeles <laughs> in two thousand one. Right? You want you want you want Nas? You get the Harry's, okay? You get the Harry's for the Nas. So Brian approaches the bar. Uh, and Dom, and he says, that's too bad about Dwight, having the feds raid your house the same night you make the team. My only issue with this line is that it was not the same night because we knew that Dwight had already made the team the day before when the mm. FBI was talking about it. I, know I think he was saking. saying you made the team as in Dom made the team, the same night Dom made the team. 
Oh, or that's, was that's, that was wait, what I took out of it. Who, who says yeah, the line? Is it Dominic Toretto or is it it's Brian? It's Brian. He's saying it to Dom. Uh huh. You could be too bad about. I think he's saying it about that because because that is the same night where he goes. But I see you later, nutsack, and he goes. Let's go back to Dwight's. Having your house raided the same night you make the team. Yeah, but I I think that's just poor you know grammar on their right. I mean because if you think about it, it is the same night because. Dom wins the race, and then it's Dwight not, goes. Yeah, Let's nice. go. It's not because they they bust Dwight early that next morning. Because when they show the outside of his apartment, it's like dusk. Oh so yeah, when yeah. It's but it's probably again. yeah. Okay, but well, now that took him a couple of hours. It has to be. That's got a. It is, <clears throat> yeah, just four a.m. that night. I mean, it could be. You could argue that. But it was he yeah. that the night. team. Yeah. A, this is, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we we may be overanalyzing that so. moment just happen. a little too much. So, first, oh yeah. Luckily. I really like the next part. Dom asks Brian, what's to keep someone from telling Campos mm. that Brian is a cop? Mm. Brian right. says, probably the same thing that's keeping him, Brian, from telling Campos why Dom is really there. Great so they line. have to know, they know each other's secrets, but can't reveal it. And I thought that yeah. was Yeah, that's a really good, good nod. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It, this, this whole movie is just like a good excuse to get these two characters to get back on the same team. Absolutely. With having different reasons for, be, for, you know, for being on the same team. Um, yeah, I like it. And I think that it's also a really interesting... Uh, again, transition from Tokyo Drift, which you didn't see. That's right, yet, Anthony. Anthony. No, sir. It's in the future the, for you. The, the sort of small scale stakes of Tokyo Drift. Sure. They're similar to Too Fast, Too Furious, I would say, with like, you know, this guy has to get win this one race right. to right. Fast Five, which is like international crime. Mm-hmm. Like, it goes to South America and it's full on an international crime heist movie, like an Ocean's Eleven movie. So, four yeah. is the transition where exactly. it's like, it's, it's kind of, it's international, it's like Mexican drug cartel crime. So, it's like, it's mm-hmm. expanding the world. But it still feels like it's... This is, I think, the last movie that feels like the Fast and Furious as the franchise used to be. Sure. And then for me, 5 is the one where it does transition to like to eventually what it became in 8. Yeah. So... Up until this point, like this movie almost felt like a like a reboot yes. of the first one. Yes. Mm-hmm. And now it's kind of veering into Too Fast, Too Furious territory. Mm-hmm. A little bit. With the drug running mm-hmm. and everything like that. Uh, but I like that it's kind of doing but, something But different. way better done. Right, yeah. right. I mean, yeah. even including, we were talking about in this 15 minutes, there's like a helicopter sequence that actually feels like a real helicopter sequence yeah. versus <laughs> having a really bad extra from Florida going, we're going to catch everybody. Yeah. And you're like, what is yeah. happening? For sure. Um, I want to point out that this, uh, this scene again, we talked about the... Uh, the cinematographer last week, Amir yes. Mokri. Mm-hmm. This this entire nightclub sequence is mm-hmm. just gorgeously, is gorgeously lit. Blue, I mean, yeah. they have these Lots beautiful reds mm-hmm. and these electric blues. Looks cool. Like this scene is just. Way I was better just like, than the nightclub scene in Too Fast Too Furious, where it's so <laughs> overlit. You're like, what? That's they a look set. like it's a sitcom. That's a sitcom yeah, it looks like set. a sitcom. What's happening? You can yeah. see the pores in everyone's faces <laughs> in this club. You know, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean, like every. I think that Fast and Furious feels more written than Too Fast does because we yeah. oh, find 100%. out there's a lot of improv which which mm-hmm. can work but mm-hmm. I think you know something like this you want to have those details really honed down and this script seems to do that yeah, yeah. Um, so they're at the bar and then just then Campo shows up he greets Dom and Brian and takes them to a booth where they can talk um, Campos mentions that he heard Brian just got out of county jail and when he mentioned that it made me think about uh, the scene that um, 
they didn't do. Remember Justin Lin said that he had this first scene introducing Brian in prison? Yeah. Mm. Maybe what the idea was was to have him undercover in prison looking for the same name that he got from that guy. That's uh, possible. So yeah, maybe that works. this is kind of a reference to... I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. they're they're making up his background here yeah. for the benefit yeah. of Campos, but maybe that was tied in somehow. Because yeah, we didn't think it was sense. really weird that why would they start with him in prison? Mm-hmm. Right. So... Bet that was connected somehow. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, after Braga mentions this, Dom asked Brian if he knew a guy named Jim Garcia in prison trying yeah. to fuck with him, you know? Yeah. yeah uh, why? Well, here's Like, why. that seems counterintuitive because... It does, but I think that... Because I, I was thinking about this. I think that Dom knows Brian well enough that he knows he can talk himself out of it, mm. and he just likes to He is to a great liar. So he's, so he's setting him up to, to be fine, but just to try to, like, I, to mess with him a little bit. Because Dom is still mad at Brian. Why? Because he dated his sister, he broke well, his sister's he heart, he lied. and he That's lied. That's the big right. thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, he so deceived him. So he's still, they're not on good terms at this point. Right. And yeah. I think that there's got to be some level of respect for Brian yeah. still in there somewhere. Because Brian let him go. He did, Exactly. Brian let him go. And, and at the end of the day... Yeah. That's more beneficial. Than well, this I think line. they're just even Stevens, and they should have just hugged it out. <laughs> right, hug it out, bro. Hug it out. <laughs> exactly. But this, you, you, go guys, you guys do have to. Uh, this scene is is impeccably written. It's very good. Directed and acted. I love like the, the subtleties. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, everything about this is really good. There's we, tension. That, yeah, yeah, for that, sure. Yeah, exactly. Weird baby laugh that Vin Diesel does, where like <laughs> he thinks he thinks it's somehow not masculine to laugh. I so yeah. cut, the camera cuts to him, I and never he's like, smile. Uh, like that weird, like not laugh, laugh. Like, like, it's, it's so tough. <laughs> laugh. It's so weird. Totally, yeah, it's very totally. weird. Well, and I also loved. Um, well, Dom makes another jab at Brian, and Campos asks if they know each other. He, and I he love gets that. that yeah, he, he picks get, up. On he it. picks up on it. He's yeah. like, "Do you guys know each other?" Yeah, because they're. He's like, like "Yeah, he used like, to like, date. He bit. used to date my sister." Yeah, because I think maybe a lesser film would just let them kind of get away with it. But I do yeah. like that Campos is smart enough to pick mm-hmm. it up. Yeah, a lesser film would be like, we have history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like some like throwaway mm-hmm. line. That's, because, yeah. I, mean, Bron- I mean, Dom could out Brian right there. I mean, there's nothing really stopping him because yeah. Brian could then, you know, what's he going to come back with? Dom's still going to get the person who Don't killed you, Letty. He'll kill Braga. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he, yeah. Well, he knows he wouldn't He wouldn't do that, exactly. too. So yeah. it's kind of, it's very subtle. And, and I then, love how, oh, go ahead. I was going to say more of that machismo, that that machismo that's all throughout the franchise where where Campos is like, you're a lucky man. Yeah. You set him up. And then <laughs> I love Brian's that. Brian's yeah. like, why? And he's like, you're still breathing. It's like, <laughs> totally. oh, the, the sin of dating my sister. Like, yeah. I should kill you. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Because I'm a man and I know all men are awful. Like, that right. hor- hor- horrible horrible masculinity that is toxic. throughout the yeah, toxic. it is very toxic it's so but toxic it's, but it's so cheesy machismo and it's I, hilarious well it is it is funny um not to get it get it to be too political but um this is the kind of like this is the acceptable masculinity i mean these guys mm-hmm. are are these are the the positive masculine traits that you want to see in a in a person for the most part in yeah. the second movie it could be argued that it's very toxic oh it, but it's, but in this it you know it's bad and it and it kind of stays bad and i think that <laughs> that five six and seven they get way better with, yeah with how they depict how all of the men relate to one another how they sure. relate to women and then really quick let me just take a quick sidebar too because you have yet to see anthony uh fast and furious six right this is why right. this is one of the things i like to this thing i always go back to when i defend the franchise as a whole when people go oh i can't believe you like fast and furious i like to bring up fast and furious 6 which came out in 2013 same year as two other big movies man of steel 
Superman film and Star Trek Into Darkness. Mm. Superman is a superhero who saves people and Star Trek is supposed to be this futuristic, altruistic, you know, uh, like utopian Mm -hmm. future society where everybody gets along. And in Man of Steel, there's scenes where Superman seemingly doesn't care about civilian life with a big fight that's happening. Mm -hmm. And in Star Trek Into Darkness, there's a random, completely unnecessary shot where there's a woman in her underwear. And that was so thrown into that movie. It's in a Star Trek movie. So in in, in 2013, in Fast and Furious 6, which essentially becomes a superhero team-up movie, but Mm -hmm. it started as as a movie about a person of color who was a criminal and a white cop who was like lying to be a criminal and that's where that movie dynamic began and in Fast and Furious 6 you had a scene where one of the characters was saying we gotta get these civilians out of here when they're in the middle of their action sequence it's like Superman didn't say that the same year and then there's another scene that even though it has characters and women fighting they were fully clothed head to toe and it was well, a they didn't knockdown. make it sexy it's exactly. not supposed to be sexy this it's fight two scene women was fighting. a two it was a two women fully clothed neck to toe fighting fight scene that was not titillating not yeah. over sexualized or anything like that so mm-hmm. i like to point to those two examples of like here's what fast and furious gives you that is good mm-hmm. that other movies comparably in the same sort of you know, popular movie genre, we're not doing. Mm. And so, even within yeah. the toxic masculinity stuff, like yeah. the women have always been pretty strong in the series. Well, they're, they're yes. smart. None of yeah. them are de- depicted as idiots. Well, yes. one. Which one, one woman? Suki? No, oh, Letty. Uh, Letty, yeah. yeah. No, that's true. But Letty is even, smart. Even She's Monica a smart in Too Fast. No, no, that's what I'm oh, saying. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's, I mean, let's be clear, like, in the first one mm-hmm. she's the only strong female character really yeah, yeah. and uh, mia you know, too we don't but see mia that much of mia yeah she's mia, not a prominent character right. she's she's a love interest yeah. correct yeah, yeah. Correct. um but, i i just want to point out that this is the second episode in a row that we mentioned man of steel wow <laughs> oh let's not uh any anybody who listen you know, hector if you listen to last week's episode <laughs> yeah the stinger yeah, which, he, uh, which he had I a shocking you confession. <laughs> uh, you'll you'll hear it and you'll understand. Okay. Uh, okay. We we have a fundamental beef. I hate that movie. Anthony loves it. We'll leave it mm-hmm. at that. There's, um, there's, there's a lot I like. In I don't it, love it, but but there's a lot that right. I think is uh, is is lacking. And it's yes. and it's a movie that when when that movie came out, I was into it because I went. I, I'm glad Superman's back. I want. Sure. I could see the potential, mm-hmm. and I want them to nail it in the sequel. They didn't really nail it in no, the sequel, but no, as the years I, go on, it becomes more and more frustrating to mm-hmm. to, to, to think yes. about and watch Man of Steel because you're like, yes. ah, they really did kind of drop they the ball yeah. later. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. I, I agree hundred percent. Like you, you nailed it on the head. Yeah, I yeah. personally love the movie. No, I'm just no. kidding. Okay. <laughs> meanwhile, yeah, back yeah, on meanwhile, the podcast. Yeah. So Campo says Braga is one of us. Wait, wait. I, I, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I did want to point out, mm-hmm. Hector, that when you were saying that the franchise has always been pretty respectful to women, sure. Vin Diesel did uh, put something up on Instagram saying that they had also pitched right. another Fast mm-hmm. and Furious spinoff mm-hmm. that's going to be an all-female crew. Oh, cool. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. We don't know if yeah, it's so I mean, or, but yeah. But I do, I do like the fact, and that I trust the fact mm-hmm. that that movie is not going to be... You know, scantily clad, you know, right. bimbets running right. around, and I mean that it's going to feature all dudes. Yeah, dress all dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wearing bikinis. Hey, if they want to cast trans actors, that's their that's their <laughs> prerogative. prerogative. We're down with that. Uh, so yeah, no issue on my part. <laughs> Leave your audition tape at home, Anthony. Aww. Uh, yeah, Campbell Burn. says uh, Braga is one of us. He's you know grew up in the barrio. He says anyone in this room would die for Braga. Mm-hmm. Brian asks Campos, even you. Campos pauses and says, especially me. Laying on thick as 
fuck. Well, wait. What are you trying to say, yeah, what Anthony? Are you implying, Anthony? What are you implying? <laughs> Braga. Yes. Uh, we uh, remember we haven't seen Braga yet. Wink, wink. We've seen Braga. Let's mm, be yeah. honest. Come mm. on, that's so fucking obvious. Well, like, maybe <laughs> you might just be in for a surprise. Yeah, maybe it's a red herring, Anthony. Maybe. I don't or know. maybe I'm just bluffing myself. Honestly, maybe it is red herring. You do not know the ending of this movie. I don't. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like the this Braga is, was Letty all the time. <laughs> I would say this movie is like the one I know the least about. Yeah. Like it really. It, it kind of gets passed over because even right. though even though everybody knows or a lot of people claim that Tokyo Drift and Too Fast Too Furious are worse entries, those get talked about more. People tend to revisit those more. Well, I think they're more ridiculous. Like, this one is really trying to be grounded, and there's a lot of silly stuff. Yeah. But it doesn't jump out as much as I think the Too Fast stuff. Not as memorable. It feels like a logical uh, continuation of the first one. For sure. Way more so than... than too fast, and I can't speak for yeah, three, Tokyo, but yeah. yeah. But it's 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 in the directing style. You know, you can you can go over the top, and it's over the top. Yeah. This has just enough realism in it that the over the top stuff feels like it fits. And right. again, versus these, it these being character moments out of that place. Really work. Yeah, the colors, mm-hmm. the the color scheme, mm-hmm. like the the dialogue seems like because a lot of lines in Too Fast, Too Furious, it was like that just. It doesn't really work. Yes. No, and, and it doesn't feel like Brian from the first movie. Sure. Right. It, it feels right. like there was like, almost like bra, a... Yeah. Cousins right. He, right. He, he definitely they're overcompensating for like losing Vin Diesel. Oh, yeah. So it, instead of... I don't think that Tyrese is strictly replacing Vin Diesel in that movie, but I think that him and Brian together, they're trying to replace that dynamic. Exactly. Yes. And it doesn't always work. Sometimes it does work, and it kind of works better later. <laughs> oh, yeah. When I Tyrese comes well. in later and he's not the second lead, but like a member of the ensemble, like it kind of works better. So I'd agree. Yeah. yeah, you should be excited, Anthony. Anthony shrugged <laughs> half-heartedly. Anthony, do me a favor. When you're done with these 15-minute increments, like sit and just. Have you seen like Fast and Furious, the first one? Just uh, he watched like, yeah, the whole thing. All of, yeah. The whole thing, yeah. and then the second one. Have you seen that all the way through without the, you know, chunking it up? No, I couldn't do that. <sighs> I'm sorry. All right. Maybe I'll revisit it. Do it for it the fourth one. Do yeah. it for the when you guys are done with when you get to the end of. Oh, four, I would totally rewatch. Rewatch this. four. Yeah, yeah in for one sure. So, okay. There's a lot more you'll catch as you're going. I'd, you know, yeah. the more you see it, it's there's a it's lot really of interesting definitely. foreshadowing when you know. Oh, I've realized it's very hard to watch a movie 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Oh, sorry, <laughs> it, it really this is. This is the second it? time I've done it, but yeah. it's 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 pretty difficult. This what must be what it's like to have ADD. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. So Campos uh, gets called away suddenly for some reason. After he leaves, Brian tells Dom that Braga is his, meaning Brian's. Mm-hmm. He says this right in front of these hot chicks that suddenly show I up. I know. It's like, how do you know that these chicks aren't? He clearly, like, Campos obviously, is Roman like, was a bad influence on him, right? Because <laughs> he is talking <laughs> yeah. with the bad guys right there. But you know, that's that's the movie convention. You know what I mean? Sure, They're in the middle of, course, of a club. Of in real life, you'd you'd be yelling, "Campos is mine!" You know. And, yeah. But in you know, in movies, they can because talk. Because those girls and could no. Be one can overhear, right? Oh, and, and by the way, the, I have to point out that John Ortiz, who plays Campos, is really good in this he's scene. Very he's great. Good. You know, his, he's the, very the good. way that he gets the look of delight on his face when uh, when he's like, he used to date my sister. You know, he's like, like oh. he's he's yeah, really he's good the, the, in this scene. Yeah, yeah. he's got he's, mm-hmm. he takes particular delight. Yeah, he's very good. He's, aside he's a, he's from, a great actor. Yeah, aside from the obvious foreshadowing that he's Braga, like I I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's a strong villain so far. Obvious mm-hmm. foreshadowing. I honestly didn't pick up on it the first time I watched. Really, but I was. Wasn't like maybe paying quite yeah, as close. Neither to was that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But I do love that he says like uh, Braga's one of us. Literally true. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, mm-hmm. and by the way, too, before Braga or 
compost yes, takes off. Compost. <laughs> Before compost takes off, let's not forget that he does the the little, uh, they do the shots. Mm-hmm. And he says, to all of the women that we've loved and lost. Mm-hmm. And there is an impeccable, I, I wrote this in my notes. There, There's this amazing moment where it cuts to Dom's anguished face mm-hmm. where he goes, the women we've we've lost. But it's not like a, a lesser. Linger. Yeah, the weird yeah. thing is a lesser editor would have cut to that either way too soon or way mm-hmm. too, too late. And the impact wouldn't have happened. But he cuts yeah, just good. at the point where time. you see Dom's anguish like kick in and yeah. then he hides it. Yeah. He it's really an amazing does, moment. Does Campos know that, that Dom is, is trying to avenge no. Letty? That's, no. that's something that I kept thinking about when I was like, watching was this he sequence. Messing with him? Was like, because Letty worked for him for quite a while yeah, before right. she was so killed. He, so so it's like, Campos knows Letty's dead. Yeah, and my question yeah, is, did Letty they not their, ever mention? Yeah, did Letty not ever mention, yeah, I'm doing this for my man Dom? I can't imagine she would. I mean, like, she knew that he was in hiding. I mean, even though Campos is a bad guy. That's yeah. true. Letty's not gonna not gonna out, la- the, out her man. Like in most movies, kind of in this ilk, the, like the bad guys have extensive like uh, means to do background research. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. depends. Like, it's whatever the plot dictates. Okay. Yeah. Like these types of movies, yeah. If he, if if Compost were to reveal, like I know you knew Letty, like yeah. it would make sense to us. But then if he was like you knew Letty, that would also make sense to us. Sure. It's whatever the plot requires. Yeah. yeah. Just in other franchises, it's like you know the the good guys have like all the files yeah. on the screen, <laughs> and the right. bad guys also yeah. have like files and stuff like that. Bad guys, yeah. That's a true. lot of counterintelligence it, in the yeah. uh, mm-hmm. in the film community. Because mm-hmm. I, I mean, it would make sense for uh, Campos to like do his research. Yes, and it wouldn't be that hard to connect. Just Letty. Google right. Dom Toretto. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. right. It really wouldn't. Like yeah. that's, 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 that's what, what I was trying to about. talk about like a couple of weeks ago yeah. when they were auditioning mm-hmm. for the for the job. Mm-hmm. Is like. Dominic Toretto was the king of this right. complete, LA, yeah. yeah, the, the LA race. So he, why is he not known to every person in these five years? He, I mean, he could yeah. get somebody fired from like a, a freaking garage, right? Right. Like he had that pull. He did. Mm-hmm. He did. Well, I wonder too if like you know what level criminal Dominic Toretto is at this point in the franchise. I know what level he is kind of later, but like he's kind of would, a Robin Hood. Yes. Would he? Would hit? Would were him and his crew living off the grid even in LA? Like with their house in in the suburbs of LA. That's were a good they, question. Were they living off the grid where like there isn't a whole ton of records of their stuff? Like could, could could he have gone back and scrubbed some of those records? Like I don't know. But I don't that's know. A good question. Cops and the FBI knew about him. Yeah, that's like, true. Well, so so you're right. Doing the right, but the they knew about him. Yes, they yeah. knew who he was. They know an awful lot without knowing shit in these movies. Yeah. Right. If you really yeah, think about right. it, like yeah. Braga's never left a fingerprint. They don't even have a name, a picture, a birthday, anything. Yeah, yeah, it's but pretty. They know he's real. But they know that he's out there. He exists. And that they need he's to like get Santa Claus. They need to gotta believe. They need to catch him in two days or else. Yeah. Brian decides to follow Campos and sees him go into a door in the back. Some guards are kind of watching the door, but then they decide to leave for no reason, giving Brian a chance to sneak inside. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was so funny, like the the kind of guards like stand there for like three minutes, yeah, yeah. just leave. Hey, 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 doormen have to piss. Yeah, you know what right, I mean? That's right. I, I used to work the door to club. Sometimes you just gotta fucking walk off and take a piss or check the club, <laughs> make sure nobody's starting fights. True. Um, there's something else that was really interesting is like is like none of the women come to Paul Walker, like like mm-hmm. when when the women show up. It's the Dominic they, they, Like three women sit down with Dom and nobody sits I next to him. He, he kind of doesn't take them. He kind of walks he's off. He's brush them off. I love, though, the fact that Dom is like, yeah, I'm here to avenge Letty. But he's like, he's got that philosophy <laughs> of like, chicks. if you can't be with the one you love. Yeah. Because he is definitely down with them joining him. He's he like, kind of have this look sure. on his he, face like, okay. But you want to know something that's weird is, is we made this joke a couple of weeks ago, Hector, mm-hmm. is that... Um, 
that we that Letty is always stalking Dom, and Dom's like, she, like she always kind him. of tolerant sure, of her, you sure. know. And but the weird thing is that adds a weird dynamic to their relationship because it's like he truly does love her, but he's also like, well, she's dead, and these three women are here. So yeah. I mean, what am I supposed to do? I have, I have feelings, you it, know what it, I mean? I have feels, I have urges. It feels like a uh, like a producer, and and Vin Diesel's a producer on these movies. A producer note of him making himself kind of look good. Sure. I know the Gal Gadot character is like flirting with Dom and she's interested in him and and in real life we would never believe that but in That's these what I said, but in these but movies these in these movies we're like yes Dominic Toretto has the charisma <laughs> right right Vin Diesel no he looks weird and he doesn't have the charisma but Dominic <laughs> but unlike the rock he doesn't like does a old life. Baby. no I'm the yeah. only person I'm the only person who uh who who likes the uh the the Giselle uh, Dom it's, shipping, it's, I guess. Every, every single girl I know has a crush on Vin Diesel. Oh, yeah. Has, oh, yeah. yeah. Has no back way. in the day. No, no I'm way. serious. Brother man, when I was when I was Dude. like 25 pounds sure. lighter and I was a doorman, <laughs> the number of women who would You're come like, up to me like and go, you remind me of Vin Diesel. <laughs> it was beautiful. You and Zach are blowing my mind with this whole Vin Diesel I, is not attractive I, I, thing. I get Dude, the... I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a heterosexual male who mm. finds... Vin Diesel, strangely, like he's one of those people he's where I'm very, like, if I had to go yes. gay, Vin Diesel would be would be the. I am also a Paul Walker guy. Yeah, I totally see Maybe it's just because yeah. you guys haven't gotten to Fast Five yet. But Could when be. you bring in Dwayne the Rock Johnson, oh, there's, there's no comparison. Machismo. I get here's what I'm well, going to say. That's where their I, arguments come I, in. Exactly. That's where their fight comes in. Yeah, in real right? life, it's like who's who's yeah. the better buff, bald, handsome guy? <laughs> exactly. Like I get the being attracted to a a fit, buff, muscular, bald dude. Even like with the with the crazy beard that the Rock is rocking in Part Five. Like I get all of that. I just don't think that Vin Diesel's the best example of it. Hmm. But like but you Dominic said, Toretto in the is, franchise so far, yeah. So far, yeah. yeah but we'll just wait, because uh, maybe that other dude in the club was trying to like, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bald yeah. too, buddy. <laughs> well, Brian's doing Jason actual. Jason Statham comes in. I know. Right? There's a the lot bald, of bald right? Dude, it is, it is like flavor. the bald squad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I'm not complaining. As the one bald Sounds man. Sounds like a Tyrese joke. As the, as the one <laughs> bald man bald. in this entire, <laughs> in this entire group, I get it. I'm actually more, out of all of them, I'm probably most a Tyrese guy. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Guys, what if what if these movies are just a group of bald men? They're like the bald Illuminati, and they're like, we need Quit. to make bald does, sexy does, again. Does Chris Morgan have hair? Check. Hashtag he make does bald not. beautiful. He's bald. Holy shit. We're yeah. get, Rob Cohen. Holy cow. We are I think I'm sensing the yeah. unlocking the mysteries of oh, baldness man. one step at a time. So Brian, None of them are hair club men, members or presidents of the uh while of Brian the is doing actual detective work, Dom's dancing on the floor with those three random chicks. He sees some people get off of a freight elevator. For some reason, this club has a freight elevator. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they appear to be Phoenix and, and another woman. I don't know if they're coming back from uh, a hot mm. encounter. I, I just realized something. What's up? I was on a behind-the-scenes shoot for a super low-budget movie in that building. I just remembered why I recognized the building as Patty's. It's because I had done behind-the-scenes like 11 years ago for this really shitty movie. I can't even remember what it was called. And on the inside, it does have a freight elevator. I think they were shooting the actual location. Wow. I'm remembering this now. As soon as you said that, it triggered my brain. It might have been the same. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it is because it's like an old warehouse that they had turned into a club. Well, there's clearly all the cars outside. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, maybe... Maybe it is kind of even in the movie. Uh, wow, that's so weird that I remember I've actually been in that place. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, okay. in the back, uh, Brian sees Campos talking with an old man, and I'm and, looking at Anthony, and the old man 
the it's old probably man. Brogdon. It's probably, I mean, it probably Brogdon. Brogdon. bears an unbearable resemblance if I were to the most interesting yeah. man in the senior. world. That's mm-hmm. right. It's, mm-hmm. he, he's legitimately. I don't I always uh, they, move drugs, yeah, but I when I, I do, I don't always move <laughs> drugs across the border. But when I do. I use Corona. I and it's meth. Yeah, it's meth. <laughs> right, it's meth. Uh, Dom has uh, decided to go down the freight elevator. Uh, he finds himself in a garage with a badass car, a green Ford Torino. Dun, 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 which is the car, car he's been looking for. Yes. Yes. And uh, as he's kind of looking it over, Gal Gadot shows up and asks if he's one of those boys who prefers cars to women. Dom replies that he appreciates a fine body regardless of the make. Just Dude, gotta roll my a, eyes at those amazingly bad, something? amazing lines. It is, it is, but but here's the weird thing. It's efficient. There, it is. The lines are terrible. Yeah. The readings are excellent. Yes. And it does harken Vin back. Vin Diesel if you pulls those really, lines off. Yeah. Well, but but think about this for a second. I do believe because David Ayer did a lot of rewrites on this, like uncredited rewrites. Oh, okay. He he always throws in. It's all classic film noir dialogue. Yeah. Those double entendres. Yes. I, I like a type of body, you know, the yeah, body is great. You know, this sure, it's sure. totally film noir dialogue. If you look at it like from the 1950s perspective, yeah. these this dialogue would not be out of place in a Robert Mitchum movie. But compare you know? it to Too Fast, where uh, Tej is talking to Suki at the beginning. He's like, uh, "Why don't you bring that chassis yeah. over, and we'll do some body yeah, but work." That's, but that's it's clearly not crasser. written by David Ayer. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. As much as I yeah. love Tej, and and something you you pointed something out too about how Brian goes into the room. He like just jumps into the room willy nilly. Mm-hmm. Oh right. And then and then, and then Dom is kind of investigating, and yeah. it really made me stop to think that these guys do fulfill an archetype. That is present, especially it's Superman and Batman. Mm-hmm. You have the Golden Boy mm-hmm. who who just bursts in, and he just you know he doesn't really think he just bursts in mm-hmm. and like does his thing. And you have Dom, who's the Batman type, observant, who, who is observant. He does his detective work. He really yeah. does. He, yeah, you know what I mean. So and and he's like a, he's like a darkness kind of person, and, and Brian's light. He's got his mm-hmm. utility so they, belt. They full very of much fulfill that weird archetype of. Of like Batman, Superman, darkness and light. You know? I do. So you're saying Brian is, is is Superman. Robin? No, Brian is <laughs> Superman and and Dom is Batman. Mm-hmm. Brian is a, a more handsome Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, that scene also reminded me of the scene in the first Avengers movie, where all of the characters are gathered on the helicarrier and they have to spend the night and over the night. Um, Bruce Banner and Tony Stark are doing investigating in the computers mm-hmm. and then when they tell Steve Rogers some shit like hey shields up to some stuff Steve Rogers is like just keep just keep doing your work and Captain America goes to investigate in his own way yeah, which is Hydra old weapons. school right yeah and he just goes and finds some crates and he opens it and it's the hydro weapons and it's like and he comes back and throws the gun and he comes to the same conclusion that the tech guys do right. but just like and he says computers are moving a little slow and that was his excuse but like he does it his investigating his way yeah and then in, in Fast and Furious Dom and, and Brian each do their own investigating their own way yeah, yeah exactly. they're very much different characters which I mean they have different methods different personalities works really well mm-hmm. uh, Gal tells Dom that the car belongs to Phoenix mm. and he's their lead driver so mm. now dun, Dom dun. knows who killed now, Letty but here's the interesting thing he, he when she asks him about the car, he says, "Is this your ride?" True, and it drips with menace because he doesn't because, know who, because yeah. he wants to know who killed. You get the feeling he wants to kill Braga, and he's going to kill the person who killed Letty. Absolutely, yeah. and and it it literally drips with that menace of like, I got the feeling if she would have said yes, it's my ride, 
he would have choked her to death he right there. Could have yeah, he would have right fucking yeah. like choked her to death right there. That lends such an amazing sense of menace to that character mm-hmm. that's sure. always below the surface with with Dom. Well, what I also liked, uh, Gal asks Dom what kind of woman he likes, and he basically describes Letty. He right. says yeah. he needs a woman who can look through the bullshit to see the good in someone. Twenty percent angel, eighty percent devil. Not afraid to get grease. Uh, Inching grease under her nails. Gal says correctly, that doesn't sound anything like me. Mm-hmm. And Dom agrees and walks off. It is. Which it. I love because he clearly is rejecting her because right. he has he has to finish this with Letty. Even yeah. if he thinks she's dead. Yeah. This has to be finished first. It all, it takes a strong willed motherfucker to walk <laughs> away from Gal Gadot. Especially with those nipples she's got poking through the Jeez, shirt the whole man. scene Holy there. Shit, man. It was a chilly scene. It was, it was, uh, it was a really cold basement. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I was surprised we didn't see. Dom's nipples. Was he, wasn't he also wearing a tank top? Uh, maybe no, he, was he wasn't. Wearing, he was wearing like a sort of like tailored jacket. Uh, Cuban. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he's got oh, like he a was. Cuban like short sleeved like okay. collared shirt. Easy which mistake probably to has make because he usually under, wears. Yeah. No, you're right because yeah. for the ladies, unfortunately, he was probably wearing a t-shirt beneath it, and that was mm. holding down his. Well, his he own put uh, electric tape over his uh, uh, nipples, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like Princess Leia. Right. Again, that's another example of how the series. You know, subtly evolves. In Fast Five, there's a scene where Gal, spoiler alert, is in a bikini. And she looks phenomenal. But that scene is also not super like, oh, check her out. Look how hot she is. It's like she's there to do this thing and then she does it. And you're like, okay, okay, great. So it's, uh, yeah, it's it's like subtle subtle evolution. So even though I don't buy the whole thing we're talking about, like, you know, her just throwing herself at Dom, it does give this opportunity for the character to, you know, kind of imply yeah. that he is focused yeah. on Lady. They, yeah, they yeah. have a very interesting relationship for too, sure. both of these characters, yeah. Back at the station, Brian goes to Back Agent Back at the Tr- station. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Meanwhile, the Hall of Justice. Uh, Brian goes to Agent Trin and hands her the two shot glasses Campos and the other man were drinking from mm-hmm. that he was somehow able to steal from the club. Yeah. Not he sure waited how- till they left the room. But then isn't there like someone there. that comes in there and cleans yeah, it up? Right? I mean, I don't Like know. the doorman by then hadn't shown up yeah. and been like, who the fuck are you? I'm willing and to why let are you it in slide. this room? Yeah. Brian says that she'll have to go beyond Interpol. Trin says she'll have to contact individual agencies and that could take weeks. I guess I don't know how Inter- Interpol works because I would assume they would <laughs> you be. You know a, how it is in these movies. Nobody likes working with this. each other. Mm-hmm. They're no, all, aren't they they're a all doing their own thing and they don't like each other. And so they hinder their, their movements right. and so <laughs> forth. Imagine oh. how much they would get done if they just came yeah. together. Came I together. Know, they just mm-hmm. helped each other out. Yeah. yeah. Just then, Shared, you know, evidence and information. Sure. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Brian gets his first assignment on his GPS as it buzzes and begins downloading coordinates. He speeds off to his destination. That's a big GPS, by the way, to be carrying GPS. around. In Can your... you imagine if, like, the rest of his coworkers didn't know what he was doing? Right. He'd have to, like, hide this what GPS. What kind of fucking beeper is that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is it, 1975? Is that an iPad? They're not even invented yet. It's 2006. That's right. <laughs> uh, so Brian's weaving in and out of traffic. Uh, Penning and uh, Stasiak are watching him from their big, you know, Good guy in the sky. Mm -hmm. Their Illuminati eye in the sky. Pinning uh, informs Brian that he's had three traffic violations in less than three blocks and tells him to slow it down. So Brian slams on the gas and runs a red light. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, he's like, like, fuck you, Dad. Actually, guys, you know what I just realized? I think this movie does actually take place in 2009, which means that it moves up 
The Fast and the Furious from 2001 to 2004. Oh, interesting. I think that I think that is what somebody because later there's a hard date and we could I'll tell you guys after. I think there's a hard date later movie with something that because you see Brian's fake driver's license in the first film says 2000. It says 2000. But I mean, it's like a pause to look at thing. Interesting. Well, I mean, it's obviously the real answer is it's an inconsistency. Sure. But I think that. They later moved it to be like, no, Fast and Furious does take place in 09. Well, also, Brian ages four years between the first movie and the second movie, <laughs> according to his fake driver's license. Oh, so really? So there are d- discrepancies. Oh, weird. Wait, you're saying that the first one takes place in 2009? No, right. I'm saying okay. that, I'm saying oh, this that one is Fast and Furious, the one we watched 15 minutes of right. today, okay. is 09, okay. not 2006, which means hmm. that it moves up. The, the first film right. because yeah, it only yeah. took place five years before this one so The Fast and The Furious 2001 takes place in 2004 okay which doesn't explain the terrible music in 2004 no the, the, the cars everything no, it yeah. would, there they was were, no they were way reminiscing. they were that's reminiscing right. what it was like <laughs> three years ago yeah. when Lip Biscuit 90s night <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> the street race <laughs> 90s month uh, Brian is soon at the destination, which turns out to be a warehouse where uh, Campos and some other men are waiting next to a big semi-truck. Brian sees Dom there waiting in his car, along with some of the other drivers that are mm-hmm. ready to go on this mission. No Dwight. That's right. He's well, he's, still, he's mm-hmm. still in jail. Even if he's not in jail, I think, you know, like we said, people probably like Brian better. Right. They're, they're, they're glad to be rid right. of him. Get rid of Nutsack. Yeah. Uh, at the FBI headquarters, Stasiak and Pinning are watching Brian's location on their screen. Stasiak feels the need for some reason to say he's stopped. Yeah. Which <laughs> seems to be clear. Yeah, it's just that cop observing thing for the audience. This movie yeah. has a lot of, like, very obvious uh, The GPS isn't dialogue. moving anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He stopped. Yeah. Or, uh... So if he wins, on, he gets the spot. Yeah, he's yeah, on yeah. the move. It's like, yeah, no exactly. shit. Exactly. <laughs> We're all looking at the same screen. That's what these yeah. FBI guys are doing. Yeah. Um, Bro, that's why they haven't caught Braga yet. Let's, <laughs> let's face it. That's right. Yeah. One of Campos's men starts to check the cars with some kind of device. Brian realizes he's checking for trackers, so he Which, starts by to the panic. Way, I don't think is a real device either. I don't think so. They, I mean, how would, would you be able well, to? I mean, they do have, like, you know spy device where they go into hotel rooms they could tell if there's like a transmitter Mm -hmm. but I mean everyone had something I mean cell phones were around Mm -hmm. at Mm -hmm. this time I mean it's not like I mean a cell phone's transmitting so we'll give off a katana back in the day a katana? yeah the cell phone a sword? oh oh, got it I I haven't heard of that flip phone phone. oh okay I had a razor that was similar but it had the dragon on it do you guys do you guys have you seen the show Lost? Yes. 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 Anthony? Of course. Yeah. No, there was a yeah, and you didn't <laughs> yeah. enjoy. So it. excited. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite stories about um, uh, like keeping tr- like like paying attention to something that you're watching. When the finale for season three was airing, my buddy who was super into the show was watching it live. I watched it later on DVD, but he told me he goes, "I figured out that during the finale, when they were showing us flashbacks that that had Jack Shepard." Uh, like talking to somebody or trying to get a hold of somebody, he knew that they took place post the island because Jack was using a Motorola oh. Razor flip phone. And he was like, those had not been invented before 2004 when the Oceanic 815 plane crashed. Right, right. So he was keeping track. He goes, that's a future phone. So because he, he, he like knew that fact, mm-hmm. he thought, he goes, I think this is in the future. And then in that episode, they do reveal it was a flash forward friend your friend should be a detective because it's (laughs) meant to you're meant to think that they're all the flashbacks like they've been doing just for movie mystery Um, yeah i don't want to spoil it for anybody who has not seen it have you guys seen westworld season one i have season one yeah 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 
Yeah, yeah. Season yes, two. I have. Oh, season okay. Yeah. So yeah. there, for for those of you who have not seen it, please jump ahead uh, a minute or so. But mm-hmm. but there were people online who figured they out figured that out that there was like yeah. that the man in black was yeah, like flashing back and forth. I don't think it was necessarily no a, idea. Really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't either, but I was not surprised that people on the internet did that. But it made that. sense. Yeah, it, it, it did. I mean, it makes sense. I yeah. wasn't analyzing it as deeply as like a lot of other people, but I mean, I, you know, you you could tell by the way that they were like mm-hmm. jumping back and forth with the mm-hmm. characters, something was going on. Yeah, but and the show marketed itself as like, they're like, bet you can't figure this out. So well, of mean, course the internet was like, no, we figured it, it out. It week beggars one. the question. Yeah. Like 35, 40 years have gone. So they had, they've had this slave uprising inside of like Westworld, and yeah. it's still around 40 years later yeah. with slaves. Yeah. So it's like. So eh, Brian anyway. starts well, removing the console. He goes right mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. He goes right back in. <laughs> well, we could talk about Westworld no, for No, I know. I know. Yeah. Sorry. You're right. Brian starts removing the console of his car because apparently the tracker that the FBI installed is right underneath it. and he It's like, de- like right by his like, stick shift. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he starts like un- unscrewing it or something. The, the, the Campos' men are getting closer. Brian's struggling with the tracker, and he takes it out finally and drops it into a can of Nas energy yep. drink. Yeah. I thought that was, first of all, I thought that was brilliant. Yes. Second of all, that was what I pointed it out last week anthony about how like the tracker is significantly smaller than it was in too fast too furious Mm -hmm. and it had to be for like the plot to work and as hector said if it's in the script it has to work the way the script demands it but like it's just big enough or small enough to drop into his can of nas which which breaks which blocks the signal somehow well you also you also hear it go (laughs) when he drops it it in there so like it shorts it out Mm -hmm. good thing he didn't drink the whole uh nas yeah Mm mm-hmm at the station. He gets layered jokes on it. <laughs> oh, God. Brian, are you all right? <laughs> How ironic that Brian O'Connor died from Choking Nas. Choking on the track. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the thing that gave him superpowers so much in the drink. first two. So much happiness. Uh, Stasiak immediately knows that Brian has killed the tracker, but Pinning seems to want to believe that that's not the case. They tell Trin to get the helicopter. Even though, even though... They're looking at the at I the know. shot of the warehouse from above. It's green, and mm-hmm. then it goes. I, he and thinks it turns maybe red. that there's a glitch or something. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. it's just a, he'll be. I back. love how Pennington or Penning Penny, or whatever yeah. his name is is just so full of like trust in Brian. Mm-hmm. He Stacey wants Ack's to believe like, the best. Yeah, he's like he killed the tracker. But and the problem I mean, is that like why? he's always right. Stacyak is always right. But there's there's all this also beggars the question is why the FBI is always like flabbergasted when Brian does something. It's like no. he's clearly you hanging with him. people <laughs> who are going to he's doing what possibly kill him if he gets right. caught of course he needs to disable the yeah. tracker good reason think mm-hmm. about it for a yeah. second should, like, do they, your they job wire, as the bureau of investigation mm-hmm. and think about why he would kill the tracker mm-hmm. and then you go oh he's probably doing it so he's not dead right but you know they never think yeah, that's why I haven't <laughs> caught Braga that's right I'll say it again alright Campos' henchman uh, gives the all clear the trailer door of the semi opens and they start to load the drivers in their cars all onto the trailer which uh, seems like an odd thing to do. Once they're all hidden inside, like they could get them a separate car to go in. You know, like something because <laughs> no, like they need a luxury their cars, vehicle. Right? They very, yeah, yeah, they very specifically need the cars they're familiar with. But I mean, they reason. have to be in. They're in the cars in the truck, mm-hmm. sleeping and so forth. Right. They I could mean, have like, delivered the trucks, the cars. That can't be first. comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, they all get up in there. Once they're hidden, the helicopter guy reports to Penning and the FBI that they've lost Brian. He's nowhere yeah. to be found. Uh, so negative. I, I haven't got visuals on the... Uh, yeah. yeah, it was much better. Uh, Vito much appreciated this much more than too yeah. fast. Yes. Good acting. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was good. Yeah. Very believable. Almost as if they actually got a real helicopter person to... Just do that. Uh, Why not? And real dialogue. They exist. 
Right. Sometimes that doesn't work though. It's funny when you're like, we're gonna get like a real firefighter to say this line, and then they <laughs> can't. Because yeah, they, they can't act, and it's weird, and they can't yeah. be natural. The but, firefighter yeah. ironically freezes up. Right. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Uh, inside the trailer, Brian sees he has no cell phone reception. Uh, some other unnamed drivers hop out of their cars, complaining about being locked up in the trailer. They try to engage Dom in conversation. <laughs> it doesn't work. And Dom is like well lit. It's a, yeah. they're, they're in he's total just like dark. he's taking a nap. It would be t- pitch black in this thing. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. But he has this like beautiful it's underlit. His, it's his uh, radio uh, signal. Yeah, or whatever. glowing on his yeah. face so you can see him even though he's napping. But I did like uh, you know again back to the machismo thing. The guys are like, oh, where, where do you think they're taking us? And Dom's like, it don't matter. We're yeah. just along for the ride. Yeah, yeah. we're along for the ride now. Uh, yeah. Relax, kids. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Machismo. He's like, yeah. everything's under control. Mm-hmm. Um, Even they, though two scenes before, he was like, what exactly is it? We're going to be driving. A good driver knows what's going on at all times. <laughs> you know, that's true. Uh, that's now, true. Now he's like, Well, no, he it. says you always know it's in your car. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Slightly yeah. different, but yeah. I, I see where you're yeah. coming from. They are unloaded in Mexico. Welcome Gal to Mexico, Gadot. boys. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what she says. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, she comes out to give him instructions. She says that the Border Patrol use heat sensors to detect contraband, but there are blind spots she can guide them to well, via satellite. It was like it was like heat sensors and also like satellite cameras, and so, a couple of other things. Yeah. And then I was like, if they're that sophisticated at the border, do we really need a wall? End of political statement. <laughs> Did you get all that, Anthony? <laughs> Did all that make sense? What? They are surveillance cameras in the heat. Yeah, yeah, I got it. They are yeah. so. This system is so complex mm-hmm. that these cars are going along without without their lights on, and this guy is able to get a heat signature in the United States from across the border and go. That is impressive, sir. Yeah. There's a heat signature here of something, and the guy's yeah. like, "Get the camera on but it." But then whatever. his superior says, "What does he say? I wrote it down." Thermal imaging window on the Mexico side is going to be down for about 45 seconds. Which doesn't make sense. It doesn't Why make any down? sense. It's like no. it's like like the heat, the, the the shields in like Star Wars movies. They go yeah. off for 10 yeah. seconds. Right. She could run right. through and then they turn yeah, back exactly. on. I don't... Uh that's why I rank Fast and Furious so low on my list is because like I really like the the sort of first and second act, sure. and then the third act really doesn't work. This is work what for I meant me. in a it's, previous it's, episode. Yeah. This is the wacky part. It yes. gets a little little goofy, Anthony. Yeah, exactly. So buckle yeah, up, Anthony. <laughs> Dom asks where Phoenix is. <laughs> the Gremlins crossover. Suddenly, it just becomes a horror comedy. Dude, that would be amazing. I miss the Gremlins. Yeah. Dom asks where Phoenix is. Gal says Arizona. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> You mean Barstow? No, I'm yeah. just kidding. Sorry. Dom asks where Phoenix is. Gal says that uh, he will meet them outside. Actually, she says out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she tells will them, meet you later. Yes. Yeah. She tells them all good luck and then tells Dom, vaya con Dios. Which yeah. the subtitles explain uh, speaking Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mine, mine said vaya con oh, Dios, but I was did like, it? you couldn't just translate vaya con Dios for those who do not speak Spanish. I, I would argue that uh, you don't have to, only because vaya con Dios is such a cliched action yeah, movie Spanish it's, line. It yeah, it's a total Western it's, movie it's line. Like, it's yeah. like hasta la vista. Yeah. Like, it, it's right. the one totally. that they usually, it's the go-to <laughs> line that like, my family's from Mexico, I'm Mexican. I don't ever, I've never in my life had any Mexican <laughs> relatives ever say vaya con Dios in any context. That's it's funny. only ever an action movie. a dramatic movies. moment. Exactly. I've yeah. never had a dramatic enough moment that my aunt was like, vaya con Dios. Like, that's never happened. <laughs> she's it's like, not a, it's she's not a like, common she's Spanish like putting phrase you in the back of, of yeah. the trunk. She's covering you up with vaya something. And she's yeah. like, Hector. Yes. Yeah. Vaya, vaya con Dios. Dios. Yeah, I've no, left some fruits for you to eat. Yeah, exactly. Never, in never, the back, never. don't get caught. But I'm not don't in, sneeze. I'm not in action movies and I wasn't smuggled across the border, so I guess that's why I never heard it. I'm sorry. I hope that didn't come off as me saying that you snuck into the country. 
that's because not. that was not my intention. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is just, it is like a very cliched um, like action movie line. Yeah, for sure. That, yeah. I've noticed, and I don't understand why they do this, but I've noticed a lot of times when you're watching a movie and they speak in Spanish, there is no subtitles whatsoever. It doesn't even say speaks in Spanish. It's, it's frustrating. Just, yeah, yeah, it drops why, out. You know, you know what I love? That's why I love the movie Man on Fire. Because Man the on Fire, amazing. it's yeah. amazing, but also an amazing thing about that movie is that there are whole scenes and sequences in Spanish, and they take it upon themselves to do the subtitles themselves, yes. and they put oh. them in cool places across the screen, That's really and they sort of like trickle in. I love as when they like, do that. Kind of like, like, like a Night Watch. Yes, yes. Well, I haven't seen yeah, that, exactly. but they if do, they, they do, do that, the same thing, cool. Yeah. I, I like that. I love how they I appreciate incorporate that. the subtitles as if they're part of the film. And I watch the Russian yeah, the Russian horror movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love cool. those. Okay, yeah. uh, but I, I did those see Man on Fire. Yeah. Yeah. Spectacle. It's right. very good. Yeah, it's yeah. very good. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. did Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Sadly, Terrible. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone had to. But but it's like yeah, as a filmmaker, don't let the subtitle people like uh, yeah, potentially drop the ball. That? Like do it yourself. You know. A lot of times though, you have people who won't watch foreign films because they're like, I don't want to read the subtitles. But it's also insulting to think that everyone on the planet speaks you know English everywhere you go. For sure. For sure. So it's and it's another weird little. Uh, tangent. Another thing I don't like in subtitles, sometimes they get it, sometimes they don't. If you watch cartoons, anytime the character of Zatanna shows up, she's the magician character from, she's kind of like the Scarlet Witch. She speaks backwards. The whole thing is she casts the spells backwards. Some subtitle writers get it, and they do like figure it out, and they know what she's saying, or they have the script or whatever, and sometimes they'll just put like speaks foreign language, and I'm like, that's not what Zatanna's doing. She's speaking a spell backwards. That's what I love about Zatanna, is like reading her dialogue and like going backwards, and it's like, oh, that's It's a fun thing when you read comics. Alan Moore does a really good Zatanna yeah. interpretation oh, cool. in, in his run Why is there not of a, Swamp Thing. Yeah. I, not to get on a tangent, but I yeah. would love a Zatanna movie. Oh, just that'd be awesome. DC. Oh, that'd be amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It'd be great. Yeah, totally. Um, or have her in a movie, you know, like, yeah, like we've got in the Scarlet She Witch. was supposed to be in Justice, Justice League Dark, Dark yeah. but we'll I'd probably like never see that. see that show. I'd still like to see I have that. a I feeling, though, she'll that. probably pop up in the Swamp Thing series that they're shooting. I hope so. so That'd be cool. I think they're cool. gonna. we're probably going to see they're the They're trying stuff in TV, man. They're just, like, yeah. I've wanted a Doom Patrol movie for years, and so finally they're like, okay, we got a show. Here's a show. Dude, I'm so very skeptical about that. I'm really curious, too. I'm a massive fan of the run that that... Grant Morrison did and yeah. the trailers almost come off as like so lackadaisical mm-hmm. I get that they're going for the quirk but it's gonna be it tough might to do. be so quirky it's be that tough it's to do. Y- you know yeah. what it reminds me of and I can't remember the uh, the name of it but that uh, that sitcom they tried with uh, Vanessa Hudgens and uh Alan yeah, the Tedic. superhero, oh, the superhero no, show, oh, damage yeah. controller or whatever. No, powerless. Damage powerless. control. Yeah, yeah. Is Marvel. Yeah. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can. I can. I can it has that. that vibe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that show was another bummer. I was Although, like, uh, uh-uh. I gotta say, I'm so very excited potential. to see Brendan Fraser's robot. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, I think he's gonna really kill it. Great voice. But yeah. uh, I, meanwhile, back at uh, <laughs> Fast back on the podcast. Meanwhile, we cut to the drivers racing through the Mexican desert at night. Gal is speaking to them through a satellite link up. Phoenix shows up and she tells them to follow him closely. Mm-hmm. Somehow, uh, Gal How knows. How do they see each other? I don't know. It's very low lit by the moon. Well, <laughs> I mean, sure. Headlight yeah. or taillights. Regardless of how yeah, they yeah, are yeah. able to see each other, yes. um, so they can drive very, very closely. Somehow, Gal knows they've been tagged by border control. Border control. Border patrol. Dom, for some reason, tries to pull ahead. Gal orders him to get back in formation. I guess he's making a play for Phoenix. Yeah, I, yeah. Th- I got the feeling he was going to try to kill Phoenix while they, were, while they were in Mexico. Sure. Yeah, that's you know what I mean? yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But then to get to Braga, wouldn't they need to finish the mission? But, but 
wouldn't that make it a suicide mission for for Dom? If you really think about it, if he's going to sure. get revenge for Letty mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. and he's going to try to kill Braga's Phoenix, kill him. the other people are going to know that he did it. You know what I mean? They're going to know that he has murdered this person. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. This is why it's helpful why to watch a movie now. in one sitting, guys, not 15 minutes at a yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yes. Absolutely. Um, so they're headed straight for this rock wall. Which makes Dom have to get back. It's a in total line. Batman '89. Yeah, moment. and so like this door opens up on mm-hmm. an opening uh, into a cave that they all go into. It's all the very cars. CG. I don't like it. I know it's very yeah. strange. But it reminds it's also, me of Cabin in the Woods. It's very Bond. It's very <laughs> James Bond like. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, how did they? Okay, if they mm-hmm. have constant monitoring at this area where they can do heat signature, who yeah. built this? <laughs> and how did they have the time to build? Were they like building it and hiding in the crevices? Yeah. They're building it at night. Yeah, if you think yeah. about it too much, it falls apart. The yes. Border Patrol see nothing. They don't see any cars <laughs> right, right. or anything. The guy's like, there was a heat signature, but it seems to have disappeared. <laughs> they, the head officer orders a helicopter to the area, and that's the end of our, our Yeah, we, we end on a cliffhanger, cliffhanger. as they're, as know, they're right? riding yeah. through these mm-hmm. tunnels. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Also it's, in the middle of uh, an exchange of dialogue, too. Mm-hmm. Eh, kind of. Not as bad no, as No, not kind of. We did. What really? was it? Yeah. What was it? Yeah, what was the dialogue? I don't even know. Because it, it cut started. off halfway. And it cut, yeah. mm-hmm. Looks like it's... Yeah, no, that's, yeah. <laughs> okay. I only I'll tell you one the thing. The subtitles didn't even get a chance to come up. That's right. Oh, the the dialogue I actually wrote it out. You have thirty seconds. Was okay. the dialogue we yeah, got on? Yeah, Gal mm-hmm. tells them that they have thirty seconds to get out of that tunnel. Mm-hmm. Which they have to drive through the whole tunnel to get to the yeah. other side, and then it's in the U.S. Yeah, yeah, interesting, cool. Which cool. I mean, why not go through the tunnel? To begin with, I get, I'm I mean, sure it works well, both that's, ways. Yeah. That's one of the things that doesn't make sense is if they have 30 seconds to get to the other side. It's like the, the heat sensor can't read through the mountain, I would assume. I wouldn't think. Right. So why not just wait in there till the helicopter leaves and then right. drive out safely on right. the other side? Well, but they did say, the guy, Border Patrol guy, did say that it would be down for 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it comes back and but, they can't But I mean, once, you're, it, I once you're on the U.S. side, you're pretty much in the clear in terms of being able to get away. I guess, but I mean, the border patrol is working for the U.S., so they could arrest you once you're in the U.S. Look, why didn't the yeah. FBI just like tell them to ba- to stand down? That's a good question. Why didn't question. they just? Mm-hmm. Stay, they could have told the look, border patrol stand down, and but let I these guess they didn't really mission. know what Campos's Braga's whoever's know, plan yeah. was. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't know just, they were going to be driving. You guys, tunnels. I'm just the person who overthinks it to the point <laughs> where I can no longer enjoy movies at any level. Well, that's what we all do. How I does wanna- Superman fly? I mean, come on. <laughs> No. I can answer that. Yeah. He, he, mentally, of. right? I mean, he, he, uh, he has a she of of field of energy that that at least John Burns runs said that he like I think that's what this, it was. Like, yeah, this yeah. aura. It's like yeah, an aura. They can lift somehow can, mentally. It's weird. Guys, yeah. I, I don't think about things physiology too much. distorted it was, gravity. It, uh, yeah, I think it was a thing where like you know how when we swim in water, mm-hmm. we yeah. can like swim in water uh-huh. like because their atmosphere or uh, or oh, gravity yeah. is so dense on Krypton. So he's his, buoyant. His body. Yeah, he's just buoyant that's all he's just like letting himself float i don't know that's not right anthony i wonder what you think of fast and furious thus far an hour into this movie yeah how are you feeling um i still like the fast and the furious better okay but i i like this definitely way more than too fast too furious fair um because again i feel like they're like this movie is an extension of the, the first fast one. and the furious yeah. yeah um part two was kind of the first spinoff really and, yeah. and I'm yeah. really enjoying this one because, again, I know nothing about this one. Cool. Like, all the other movies, I know bits and pieces about. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know what happens at the end of the third one. Like, mm-hmm. I know 
you know. You know that The Rock is going to be in the fifth one. Right, right, right. 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 So what do you got going on, Hector? Uh, anything you want to mention? Uh, yeah, Any sure. I'll plug stuff. stuff. Um, I was telling these guys earlier before we started, I do a movie podcast. Which sounds really awesome. Said, thank yeah. you very much. It's called The 500 Greatest Films Podcast. Me and my roommate, my buddy, uh, we're watching a movie a week. And we're going off of a list of 500 of the greatest movies of all time. This list was compiled and released in 2008. So it's a 10-year-old list about about movies that if we watch one a week will take us 10 years to finish. We've already done a year. That's a damn nice. good idea for it like really a is. long run. Yeah. Right? Like <laughs> Thanks, guaranteed. Man. Thanks. Cuz I just to go. I, I just know that everybody's favorite podcasts have like 500 episodes cuz yeah. they've been going for forever and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Well, I I would want to someday be like I did 500 of something." Right. <laughs> and it's a thing that I have probably most committed to in my whole life thus far like a creative endeavor. So, um yeah, so we're a year and some change into it. We started at the beginning of 2018. And we just watch a movie a week. We have a guest on once a week, and it's super fun. Which must be pretty easy since you guys live together. You just pop yeah. it in, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Have people over and then knock it out. But some of them have been tough. We had to track down a movie on VHS. Ooh. On VHS. What movie? Can you say? That movie Flesh that I was telling you guys oh, about earlier. Yeah. That terrible, terrible film. We ha- I had to borrow a VCR wow. from a friend. And then I had to go to a really cool video store up in North Hollywood. That, that uh, Eddie uh, Brands? I think it was, yeah. And like Brands. open a membership just to check out this one movie which on only, VHS. Which is only like two bucks, that right? It's totally worth it. Yeah. That is great. dedication. Yeah. It was great. So, um, um, yeah. so I do that. So you can check that out. It's on Twitter at 500GF Podcast for Greatest Films Podcast. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Hector is Funny. And I'll usually promote nice. the stuff that I do there. Very so, cool, yeah. Very cool. Awesome. And uh, Vito, what the, you started Instagram yet? Are you on, are you on the IG? I'm, I'm so behind. Mm. It is, uh, I am one of the butts in the uh, scene earlier from the... Uh, from <laughs> you the, you from co-star, the, yeah, you were an extra as a woman's ass. I'm one of the butts, yeah. No, um, I, I just got over the worst flu I have ever oh. experienced in my life. Three straight weeks of uh, bronchitis Glad and you're feeling better. sinusitis. Mm, and yeah. this, is, this is my first venture out of the home. Uh, other nice. than working in nice. in almost a month, well, glad so you could I'm make just it, glad Vito. to be alive. <laughs> yeah. And uh, oh, uh, so I do have a show coming up at WonderCon uh, this year, WonderCon 2019 in Anaheim. We have mm-hmm. a comics on comics show. Nice. Um, we cannot announce the time or the guests yet, but mm-hmm. we do have a show coming up. Awesome. So if you are in the Anaheim area, please come check it out. Yeah. Cool, Anthony. People uh, can. Where can people read your uh, Sundance reviews? At filmthreat.com. Um, I'm also on Twitter at this game cheats. Uh, we have a nice um, uh, Sundance wrap up from all the contributors at Film Threat. Like what we did, saw they screen Hobbs there. and Shaw at Sundance. No, no, I wish, I wish. <laughs> Just checking. Uh, but uh, the the movie that stood out the most at Sundance was the untitled Amazing Jonathan documentary. I and highly I recommend it. I am a it. huge fan of Amazing Jonathan. He's a stand up. You're, you're gonna not love familiar it. with him. There's <laughs> there's so many twists and turns. Like I, I I compare it to the Amazing Jonathan's act. Cool. Like you know he he's the kind of comedian and magician that does like old school tricks, <laughs> but there's always a demonic spin to it. Like mm-hmm. in my review, I said you know the Amazing Jonathan is the type of person who will pull a rabbit from a hat. And then murder the fucking thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this movie is very much in the spirit of that. Very um, nice. And the Harvey Weinstein documentary, uh, Untouchable, was fucking terrible. Wow. So oh, wow. like bad or like awful like material? It yeah. was... Uh, or badly made? It was redundant. It wasn't uh, badly made. It was just... Uh, it added no 
depth yeah, to the situation. Bummer. No, yeah. you know, right. nothing was brought to light. It was like, all right, we know this stuff. Almost Got like it. a cash in. Right. Well, here, I have a theory. Here's yeah. my question, though, because it is Sundance, and I mean, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, film industry goes there. Right. Will that documentary work for people that aren't in the know, that, that aren't maybe not following the story as closely as we are because we live in Los Angeles, we, you know, we work in the industry? I don't think so because okay. it has a very a somber well kind story. of, yeah, it has a very somber kind of boring tone. Got like it. a lot of like it's the footage is in black and white and it's not very yeah. artistic and, and okay. interesting. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, Sundance was a lot of fun and check yeah, out stuff on Film Must have been there. amazing. Cool. cool. Yeah, and cool. you can uh, tweet the show at uh, So Fast Podcast. Our Instagram is So Fast So Furious. Our email is So Fast So Furious Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we got some really great uh, fan mail yes. uh, that came in this week that was very. We can't uh, go through the whole email. Well, maybe we'll, maybe was, we'll go through it next week. I yeah, mean, yeah, because uh, there, there's cool. some really great information uh, from. I'm gonna say our biggest fan. Currently. Yeah, yeah, he's a, very, he's a very vocal guy. Yeah, we we got your email, man. Um, I didn't respond because I, like I said, I've been sick for the past couple yeah. of weeks. But uh, it was an awesome email, and we'll probably go over it uh, next week. And yeah, it's getting into the the some of the name strange naming conventions, like, Han, and, like Han's uh, real name versus yeah. like his code names and all that yeah, stuff. So we'll, we'll have that so. next week, and uh, another 15 minute chunk of Fast and Furious. Yeah. Cool. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>